holla bye-bye, say goodbye-bye, don't ask why-why, I might die-die, you either fly-fly, or you fry-fry, every try-try, you always lie-lie, every female, every guy-guy, don't try to escape and get high, high. Maybe for a minute, not even a second. Roll that blunt while you count your blessings. Rolled outside and pointed my weapon. Like easy on ruthless records. Just like I thought the food kept stepping. Smell like shit from shit I stepped in. Look in the mirror and point my weapon. You so soft, you won't do nothing. Wanna be starting something, got to be starting something. Wants to be starting something, got to be starting something. Get low and take you under. Hang high and make it over. Shoot yourself in the middle when the pain is thunder. No, no, fuck that shit. Smoke a blunt, it's the best I get. I live my life with no regrets. And so I'm stuck with the pain. Live my life with no regrets. And I'm stuck with the shame. That's paranoia for ya. Paranoia, I didn't get over. That's paranoia for ya. That's why you're drunk, not sober. That's paranoia for Whatever, whatever it is. 22, 422 or something like that. Um, so I somehow got to figure a way in the next three days to try to earn 80 some subs. The wings. Yeah, buddy. I'm, 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 I'm upset right now cause I've lost fucking like seven matches in a row. Wings. Dude, don't call, first off, stop calling me wings. In a row. Stop calling me wings, please. I quit. I took that moniker off a long time ago. Eat or be eaten, motherfucker. You know that. You know that choice, right? A big old chili bean. You know, you know your boy all about that. Go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. Oh my lord, dude! Like everything that can go wrong goes wrong for me. Like I got hit with a stun grenade with my back to it, running out of the fucking building. Full of adventure and intrigue, and it has been my pleasure to act as his Boswell. Ours has been too short a stroll through the shady groves of Holmesian academe, but to the true scholar, the game is still afoot. <laughs> Walk in your power. What are you waiting for? <laughs> your enemies are trembling now. Put on your armor. Take your sword and shield. Uh -huh. This is Rafiki Simone talking, speaking to your inner being, calling your spirit higher. It is now time to vibrate. In the fifth dimension. Merkaba! 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 What up, what up? This is Sherlock Homeboy. No, it's not. That's your alias. Stay focused. What up, what up? This is Marlon, a.k.a. Sherlock Homeboy. Back like I never left. Fast as the statue. How fast? Fast as the statue. What you mean? Back like I never left. Fast as the statue. Being nosy, minding my business. What up, Sherlock homies? Sherlock Nation, are you not entertained? If you like this episode in any ways, please donate to...
$2, or leave a five-star rating, which is like donating $100. Say what? Say what? I said, leave a five-star rating, which is like donating $100. Say what? Say what? I said, leave a five-star rating, which is like donating $100. Let me explain. I got a story to tell, man. I said, leaving a five-star rating is like donating $100. Okay, man. Uh, even though I... I being that I make content every day, I got to fake it most of the time. You know how people's emotions go up and down, up and down. So half the time I have fake energy just because I have to really try to not to, to not affect my content. The life, life is up and down. Life is the bitter and the sweet. So uh, long story short, I didn't want to do no podcast today, man. I be doing podcasts every day. I got responsibilities. I got I got a failing online retail a business that I'm trying to pay the bills with. I'm trying to write books. I got I got to deal with fucking renters and all that stuff. So long story short, I have a life outside of uh Sherlock Homie Homeboy until Sherlock Homeboy start paying some bills. I got to multitask. With that comes a lot of ups and downs mentally. Physically and emotionally and spiritually and financially. And uh most of the time I'm saying most of the time it's fake energy, y'all. But uh but uh leaving a five star rating is like donating a hundred dollars. So uh let me look this up. This episode is actually extra. I'm gonna put it out today. It's actually extra and it's sponsored. We have a sponsor. It's sponsored by Minkley. M-I-N-K-L-E-E, Minkley. That's either a nice lady or a triad drug lord. Hmm. Minkley is the sponsor of this episode. I'm going to lean with nice young lady. Maybe a triad drug lord. Who cares? So this is sponsored by Minkley because uh, she, I like, I like, in my mind, she, I like she. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, uh. In my mind, Minkley, what's the, what I'm trying to say? I'm trying to say, man, uh, even though I don't want to make a, hob, a habit of responding towards uh, uh, comments and reviews and stuff, I don't want to make a habit of not saying thank you when uh, somebody do something nice for me. So uh, even though I won't say I'm going to read everybody's review or comment every time somebody leaves a good review, I'm just not the type of dude to ignore uh something that affects me and i'm basically saying thank you meekly and as in you never know the power of one the power of one man that's what i'm all about the power of one you never know what your kind words to do you never know what your brain your thoughts how your thoughts affect other people well you should think about that when you're trashing everybody hey 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 don't lose the message and i'm basically saying this is sponsored by meekly uh I didn't even want to uh, really do any type of podcast today. And that's pretty much 50% of the time I do podcasts in full disclosure. But it's a, it's a lonely process. I'll give you an example. Uh, Sherlock Homeboy is the base of all my podcasts. Uh, I have... What, hold on. I have... Let me look. I have recorded 162 episodes on this podcast. And I practiced doing... I practiced during COVID before I went live with my uh, uh, podcast network last year in February. So I have uh, recorded 162 episodes on this one podcast and I have 14 different podcasts. And so just uh, and so out of 162 episodes, probably an hour piece, probably 45 minutes of process loading them up. So you can almost double that. Uh, I have six reviews 
from 161 uh, episodes. And only three of them uh, uh, left something, left, uh, wrote something. And one is a one sentence reply, which I love because it's, it's I don't get any. And the other one is a two uh, sentence reply. And uh, Minkley took the time and wrote me a nice book. <laughs> she wrote a book. <laughs> yeah, she wrote a book. And I, and I love it. And I love it. And I just really want to say thank you. Uh, you never know uh, what affects different people at different times. And I really appreciate your kind words. I'm not going to read you what she said. If you want to see what she said, go to the Apple review of this podcast and uh, read the kind words and the, uh, the time she put in and responding and leaving a uh, comment by Golly Watson. She got it. She got it. So I like to say thank you. So, so being that, that gave me the energy. I, and, and basically this was a lonely process, man. Like I, I talked to myself on my podcast and keep in mind in the process of talking to yourself, then now everybody just listens. They don't comment. So out of, out of 161 episodes, this is only my third written review. And this is my first written review. That's over two sentences. And it's a book. And I like to thank her for it. So if you want to be nosy and find out what made my day, by golly, Watson got it. Go check out what Meekly uh, took the time out and blessed me with. So thank you. So I said, you know what? I'm all excited. I got the energy. It don't take much for me. I, I'm going to take that positive energy. I'm going to put that in my little battery pack. And I think I'm good for at least a month. I said a month. Like like that 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 motivation where you don't when you're self motivated and and with no outside source feedback. That's a full tank. She just fills up my tank. Pause. So when I tell you, uh, leave a uh, please donate two dollars or leave a five star review, which is like donate a hundred dollars. Uh, she was the first donation in any way that I received this year. I'm not complaining. I'm not explaining. I'm just say come say thank you. And I got so much new energy. What I'm going to do? Here's a podcast. You sponsored this podcast because you made the other podcasts I have to do later on. I I have the energy to do them now. So this podcast is sponsored by Mink Lee. Okay, now I got that out the way. Let me think of what I want to do. I just really came to say thank you. I'm going to pull something out of my ass and we're going to make it work. And I usually, when I really want to party, I usually use cocaine and strippers. That's the best. <laughs> What's the best? What a party? Yeah, I grab the strippers and you grab the cocaine. Meet me back here and let's get this party going on. Man, you have never tasted cocaine or a stripper. Hey, hey, nobody told you to pull back the curtain. You see that fourth wall? Can you pull that curtain back? Like, where was that? This is a celebration. And since we don't got no cocaine and no strippers, I have a joint and I have a glass of wine. So I'm going to pull an episode out my ass. Pause. She might not want to curse. Well, 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 I, I'm going to tone it down. <laughs> okay, touche. Don't go full. Don't go full Sherlock. Yeah, don't go full Sherlock. Make it respectable. So uh, thank you, Meekly. Meekly. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. And uh, if, you're, if you're not a female, uh, I like you more in my mind when you are. So we're just going to keep that between us and we're going to don't ruin it. <laughs> so I'm just joking. So uh, what we're going to do, we're going to take the time out. What are we doing? OK, give me a second. What are we doing? Because I just hit record. I said, man, let's just, just make a podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Episode. First sponsor, Meekly, sponsored by Meekly. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a step back. 
Let me light this cigar, man. I got it. Hey, give me a second. I just, I just was excited, man. I was dragging ass mentally until I read that review, and it gave me, it gave me some energy. Let me see what we're gonna do. Am I recording? Yep, I'm recording. Okay, what we're gonna do is we're gonna check out Mystery Ego, Mystery at Ego Creek. I haven't saw this, but I remember this case. And rather than just cover this case, I want to point something out uh, about this case. And it's it's like a uh, it's run rap. It's a it's the American mind state. It's the game we play. It's the bait and switch. Like when I said bait and switch, like as in some somewhere along the line of intelligence, they they took out true intelligence and they put memorization in. So while everybody's on the road to becoming a genius. Nobody else can become a genius because now the process is remembering what other smart people took the time to think for themselves. So we can never get in that category because as a society, intelligence is remembering what some smart guy said who took the time to think. We don't think for ourselves. So it's like a bait and switch going on. And in America, the biggest thing in America is uh, what has took over in America is lawyer talk. The uh, uh if you can't prove it, if you can't prove it, I'm innocent has took over the mind state. And uh, I agree. That's OK for if we're talking about the court of law. But I'm saying it's so bad. People, uh, people has replaced. That's their uh, what they call it. Moral barometer. Like people have took out their moral barometer. Oh, oh hold on a second. Uh, tap dance special. This episode is sponsored by Kink Lee. If you want to see. The kind words and the true words spoken like an intellectual. Go check out uh, my Apple reviews out of 161 episodes. I only got three written reviews. And it's the one on top uh, referring to Watson. So uh, this is sponsored by Mink Lee. So what was I? In, in the United States, here's the disconnect I have with the United States. But I want to talk about something. I want to look on the bright side. Everybody has adapted court rules. And I'm saying there's a higher court. There's a, there's a higher court of righteousness out there. That don't get you, that, that won't save you from hell. So everybody looked at the court system in America, and we have everybody walk around with lawyer talk. Everybody's trying to lawyer talk. Well, without, without, without pointing fingers, I had a debate recently. And our disconnect, if you know the debate recently, was about the, uh, the Brian Dickhead but here's what's our disconnect. I'm using all my senses and the person I was debating was thinking through the eyes of a lawyer. And but that's the problem when that thought process is connected to your moral barometer. It's very dangerous. And we have got we lost our moral barometer and we live by this lawyer talk. And uh, the reason why I point that out, because I'm going to let this play. But. Uh, here's the benefit of that. That's the problem, right? But uh, it helps us analyze personal the reality of things for ourselves. Because while everybody's adapting this lawyer talk, if you can't prove it, it's not a sin. I'm going to heaven. It's not in my conscience because you can't prove it. And I'm going to talk and say things to make you can't prove it. And uh, that's how people, people, righteous morals have been replaced with that structure. It, it, it pisses me off. But here's the good thing about it, though. At least we know personal truths. It, okay, the, the United States can operate like that, but the, but the embracing of that act tells us a lot. 
So we might can't change the America, but at least we know personal truths. Least, least why people play that game so hard, it exposes themselves. And they have got lost in the fact that that's not, that's not eternal. That's not universal law. This is a game. That is a monopoly game in the woods. Society is a monopoly game in the woods. What I mean is we get lost in these, these rules that are not universal rules. You know what I mean? Innocent to proven guilty is not a universal rule. A rule. That is a, a society system court rule. A sin is a sin. It's a sin. It's a sin. And and somebody's always watching because worst case, at least you're watching. We might judge ourselves. So somebody's always watching. And and this, if you innocent to prove guilty, that sounds good. You can't prove it didn't happen. That sounds good. But we must understand that is rules of the monopoly game in that reality. Uh, monopoly society is a monopoly game in, in the woods, on the table in the woods. The woods, Nick, that's reality. We all play in this game and people get lost in the game and they get disconnected to eternal truths and eternal righteousness by playing the game. And one more thing about this monopoly game. That's why I want to pull this up. Let me pull this up. The mystery at Eagle Creek. And that's the point I want to we're going to this is guy one of the biggest pieces of shit that I came across. My my spidey senses went crazy. This guy is one of the worst pieces of shit. And here's the advantage I was talking about. They don't know that we can judge them eternally based upon how they're playing the Monopoly game. Because they forgot it's a Monopoly game. So simply how somebody plays this word game tells us a lot. So there's receipts with how people try to manipulate the system and got lost in the system like it's the eternal loss. And based upon how a certain person plays a Monopoly game, tells you all you need to know about them. How people play games tell you all you need to know about them. And society is a game, and they lost connect of that. So this dickhead is in the Hall of Fame for me for not understanding how we know. You know how he don't understand that we know? Because he's too focused on playing the game. He's so focused on playing the game... He don't know. We know based upon how you play the game. So you probably can walk away not guilty based upon how you play in the game. But somebody tell OJ we know he killed them people. <laughs> Shut up. Somebody tell OJ we know. All right. Somebody tell OJ we know. Somebody tell all the drug lords, all the mob guys, all the all the guys with influence that don't get the rape charges, duck out of jail. Tell somebody tell them we know. Somebody tell them that it's a struggle, but we know. So I really want to pull, uh, play this out. You really want to pull some out your ass. You're doing a good job. There's so much shit in your ass, man. I can't wait to see what else. Don't talk to me like that, man. Don't, 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 don't do that, man. Don't, don't talk to me that way, man. So uh, I really want to point this out because this guy is so lost in the game and everybody's lost in the game. Because when you can't prove it, it doesn't count. And I'm saying, man, this guy is so so blind to the reality of things because he focused on the rules a little too hard and based upon how he carried himself he does play by the rules but somebody should have told him it's just a game that's not the eternal rules you're burning in hell buddy there's no sidebar there's no lawyer talk on judgment day 
Uh, just because the United States deem you innocent, hey man, hey man, you got somebody out there bigger looking for you. There's other mob bosses out there that would make you pay. Karma, universal laws. So America, we are we are obsessed with playing the game that it has affected our moral barometer. But here's the good thing: it make them it, it make them blind. They they're blind to how it comes across in a reality sense. They play the game so hard, they're blind to the open, open common sense vibe of the truth. There's no room for, for unsaid vibes when you're playing the game. It's an X is an old game, say this, say that, get off on a technicality. They wasn't in the room, so no way they could prove it. You cleaned up all the blood so you can continue living your life because they can't get you. Be careful bowing down to man because that's putting man on the top of the pyramid. I'm saying, hey, man, nah, nah, nah. We're just playing a game. We're, we don't even make rules. We walk around and act like we, we, uh, we make rules. We don't make rules. And I want to say something about I'm all over the place, but I'm not. I want to say something about man-made, man-made rules. Here's, here's why it should be easy to obey man-made rules. Why? Because we should strive to live above the standard of what society put out for the average man. These laws is to keep society in control. These laws are for the average man. And we all should strive to live above the minimum requirements of society. So I'm not Mr. Tear Down the Laws. I'm Mr. Let's live on a higher frequency above the laws so the laws don't affect us because that minimum of humanity that's needed out here uh we're not close to the bottom so this guy is one of the biggest assholes i ever came across and this guy is one of the better play the game type of guys too bad he he lost disconnect from the the reality of what smith the reality of common sense and uh perception and he's too focused on the the game so uh i talked enough uh let's play this mystery at eagle creek and i want to say again here's the benefit of that we know we know so play the game all you want but you're playing it so hard and you might even win at the game but we know and what a benefit to be grounded enough to not sign up for the whatever the whatever these twelve people in the jury say, whatever the government says, it's eternal. Nah, 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 nah. You fooled them. But I have more assets than the than the court system. I can look you in your eyes. I can look at what you said and what you didn't say, and that forms a better picture than just word games. And I thank God that I don't subscribe to if you can't prove it, it don't matter because. I see the difference in that thinking, and he does it. This is one of the most guilty motherfuckers I ever came across who unaware that he is he comes across guilty, and he plays the game so hard he don't even feel guilty because it can't be proven. He plays the game so hard he's so focused on the game he don't even think he's guilty because it can't be proven. So when he when he he lost reality of being guilty playing a game and I'm saying, hey, buddy, 
that's why you're guilty. That's why you're guilty as hell. You're guilty as hell because you're playing the game too hard. You 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 act different once your moral barometer is different. So this guy moral barometer is connected to the court system and what they can prove in that humanity and to the uh, treat people like you want to be treated. And that's the problem. And good thing we can spot these psychopaths out there who lost who lost a uh, connection of eternal truths and universal laws and only focus on the government structure, how not to go to jail. I'm talking a lot. I, mean, I got a lot of energy. Uh, mystery at Eagle Creek. This guy bothers me so much. I can't even put it into words. So I'm not just I'm not I'm saying all this th these things because I don't want to break down this shithole, this asshole. I just want to sit back and listen. And I said all that just so we can listen. Because this guy's not driving me crazy today. I hate this dude. Matter of fact, we should do a GoFundMe so he, so we can somebody can he can accidentally fall in front of my car. You know what I mean? The, don't have me if don't have me start doing a, a GoFundMe for vigilante justice. A lot of these people who beat the system still deserve to be put to death. Man, you can't joke like that. I'm serious. Man, you can't say shit like that. Man, I'm just joking. Mystery at Eagle Creek. Piece of shit who's unaware that more matters than the court system. We know. I want people to know that Rhonda wasn't just beautiful. Bye, Daddy. People always are surprised when they hear this, like... No, you can't be super beautiful like her and be intelligent at the same time. I'm like, actually, she was wicked smart. Very in love. We plan on getting married in the summer. That was my timetable. That's his, that's his ass, man. Yeah, he, that dude bothered me. They did look at wedding rings. I think she, she wanted one that was around 35000 And uh, I was thinking more 15000 <laughs> was my range and you and Rhonda did you like to get outdoors all the time we loved hiking uh, we played a lot of frisbee golf so yeah we were outdoors most of the time we woke up early she opened the drapes and we saw oh, it's a beautiful day okay so we are gonna go hiking one of the things she asked me on the drive over she said uh, if anything ever happens to me do you promise to watch our daughter and take care of her and I go, what are you talking about? She goes, I have dreams all the time that I am dead before 25. Did Rhonda ever tell you that she was sensing something bad was going to happen to her? She said that he's either going to propose to me or kill me. She wasn't happy. She just fell out of love with him and they were fighting all the time. She had mentioned wanting to take the baby and, and leave Steve. Started pouring down rain and thunder came. And so she just started bolting down, like at a full sprint running down the trail. And what unfolded before your eyes? I don't know how far down it was, but she went off the trail. A man hiking with Rhonda Castro says that she fell off a cliff last night. Did she take a step and her feet went out in front of her? Did she tumble forward? What did you see? Next question. 
I'm Steve Nichols, and in February of 2015, I was charged and arrested for the murder of Rhonda Casto, my fiance. We're in Hood River, Oregon. It's been six years, one month, and 26 days since Rhonda fell off that trail to her death. And for the first time, Stephen Nichols will enter a formal plea. Accident or murder? Murder. Murder. And from a mother's heart and mind, you are certain of that? I am 100% certain of that. He's evil. He's totally evil. I think I've just left a path of destruction. I'm Attila the Hun, basically, going through women. I'm going to let this play. I'm going to let this play. But I want you guys, because I don't want to cut him off. I just want to just embrace how he's lost in the in the game America played, the, the lawyer game America played. And I also want you to pay attention to the, the signs of no morals, low morals. It's not connected to the case. So it was easy for me because I started looking at things that was said not associated with pushing this girl off the ledge, which he did it. I don't give a fuck, sue me. He killed that girl. But I can't help but notice all the the low moral signs that's not connected connected to the story, which backs up him killing that girl. It was in his algorithm of being a piece of shit. He has an algorithm piece of shit. This is not no just smart guy a blip on the radar. The more and more his story get told with his fucking dead eyes. His de- his dead eyes and his his he just makes me want to start a GoFundMe. Start hey, I told you, you can't joke like that, especially when we're gonna do it. That's fair. Uh, can't joke like that. Wasn't joking. Can't joke like that. Okay, get the little joke. Uh, his algorithm. Look at his algorithm, and I don't mean to combine uh uh podcast. My most uh su- successful podcast is Elon Musk fail. Yeah, I'm throwing rocks at the throne. Uh, but his algorithm shows you he's not the person you, you think he is. Well, he have 10 kids, no wedlock. He's having sex with girls half his age. He got two girls pregnant at the, at the same time. You know what I mean? His dad is, is having sex with his sister. It's not connected, but it's, it's all in the story. It's in the file, man. Don't have me get started. I'm basically saying this it makes an algorithm of a person. And I'm saying sometimes there's sometimes the algorithm makes sense. Not connected. What you trying to say? I'm trying to say, man, uh, I can tell by things not connected to the case. Exactly. That makes the case fit that guy's piece of shit life. Mystery and Evil Creek continues in 90 seconds. 
when you have a case where someone's falsely accused, you, you can't really separate yourself from work and, and home life. For defense attorney Mike Arnold, Mr. Nichols is here with his lawyer. Representing Stephen Nichols gives new meaning to the phrase full-time job. You know, while I prefer to be coming home doing farm chores and listening to wildlife, instead I'll be thinking about my closing argument or what the next step of the case is. We are on the record in Hood River County, State of Oregon versus Stephen Wagner Nichols. Nichols was arrested for murder in February 2015. Accused of pushing his girlfriend, Rhonda Casto, off this trail in Oregon six years earlier. To that charge, what's your plea? Not guilty. Bail was set at $2 million. Nichols would spend the next 14 months in jail awaiting trial. I try to just take it one day at a time. I read a lot. I play chess. But really, when it comes down to it, I miss my daughter. So that's the hardest part. But in April 2016, with a trial date nowhere in sight, Judge John Olson reduced Nichols' bail to $250,000. Mike Arnold set out on a frantic mission to gather the 10% needed in cash to free his client. So the farming defense attorney becomes a personal banker. People taking off work to be there to get him out. So it sounds like a small price to pay to be there when my client gets to see freedom for the first time in a year. So. Speaking of vigilante justice, I wish I had a stun gun and a hoodie, and I would stunt his lawyer with the stun gun and took his bail money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you gotta, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. You bet, you wouldn't have made it. You got a, you got a bag full of cash, man. It's going to the wrong reasons. Uh, uh, I'm gonna take that from you before you do evil with it. I'm buying. Cocaine and strippers. But Arnold would need more than luck. We can't get the client bailed out until tomorrow morning. He'd need an extra day to arrange for the ankle monitor required for Nichols' release. So we'll hold on tight to this and... You very, you very lucky, baby. You very lucky. That's vigilante justice with a bonus. You know what I could do with that $25,000? I could save $25,000 from getting him killed. And plus... Cocaine and strippers. So that's actually $50,000. So, two birds, one hell of a night. Go get some supper. The next day, it's a little unexpected overnight trip in Hood River. I want recycled clothes. I'm looking forward to get home to my family. It's my son's first birthday today. Presumption of innocence, ladies and gentlemen. Mike feeds the cash into uh, the bill. No, you, you see what he just said? Presumption of innocence. That 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 has that has sent so many people to hell. That have gave so many people a reason to not to not look at the the entire picture. They're playing the word. They're playing. He's doing his job too well. And the, and I have a problem with using man-made structure to dismiss righteousness and eternal laws is it to prove a guilty uh uh is it to presume innocent and you go and bail out uh charlie manson 
Innocent to prove guilty. And dude got caught with blood all over him, but he's innocent to prove guilty. My job is to try to fool the world to get this evil guy back on the streets. And and that's why I want to key in on. You're playing the game too hard. You you're playing the game too hard. And you're you're grabbing for alibis where you should be ashamed of yourself. Uh the American justice system has an alibi for people to ignore perceived righteousness. They have a I can sleep good at night pass based upon the structure of the court system. And I'm saying, man, man, I don't know if the buck stops there. Ill machine. I'm very excited to, to see Steve for the, for the first time outside in the fresh air. Two more hours. And Arnold gets his wish. I want to cry, actually. I'm so happy. But it's a bittersweet victory. We will continue to fight until I've proven my innocence. It's still a long fight ahead, but now I've got him out with me so we can work on this as a team. So this is a big deal. But how exactly did Nichols and his attorney end up at this moment? Uh, if you want to support me and find out what makes me tick, 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 boom, please check out my autobiography, The Edica Marlon, The Cult of the Individual, by Marlon Heavily the Seventh. Everywhere books are available. This episode is sponsored by Mink Lee. Thank you. All started 11 years earlier when a stunning 20 year old woman knocked on Nichols' bedroom door at his home just outside Portland, Oregon. Then I turn around. And I look at her and my tongue pretty much hit the floor. Up until that point, she's the most beautiful woman I have ever seen. And she's like, hi, my name is Rhonda. In 2005, Nichols, who is 10 years older than Rhonda and recently divorced, was working as a day trader. I had a three bedroom condo and the other two rooms were just empty. So he decided to get a roommate. I first met Stephen Nichols through the internet. I was looking for a place, a room to rent. Who turned out to be Rhonda's mother, Julia Simmons. He can be very charming and, you know, somebody that's really nice. Rhonda's best friend, Jessica Colburn, was oh, that's all bad. It's all bad. Sorry to do this to you, Mama, but you just example. I don't want to do this, but I have to do this, man. Ah, uh, damn, damn, you gotta, I gotta do it, man. Everything seems to be connected. I don't want to give uh, Rhonda's mama a hard time, but her not having her shit together to provide a place for her kids, yeah, it's kind of tough. This is one kind of tough. Her not having her shit together made her, made her daughter a victim to a, a uh, a wolf in sheep's clothing. Because this little smart dickhead, I got news for you guys. That little empty room thing. If he didn't have them, if she didn't have them pretty daughters, or she wasn't pretty herself, which she wasn't, she, he was. They, they, they wasn't getting that room. The trap is the room for rent. He's filtering. Who comes? Who's going to be the prey? The renting a room out is probably was cheaper than it should be. So, Rhonda's mom with young girls 
unstable and can't really hold your own. We don't can't. I'm not really getting. To, here's my point. Uh, weakness is a signal out for 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 wolves, for wolves, and he gave her. He's a he's a day trader. She's somebody with kids who can't afford a house who's looking for a room. So she jumped up lifestyle levels about four life, lifestyle levels. Because if you're looking for a room, you can't afford the cheapest apartment. So he's a day trader, which is above average. That's a, that's a nice life. So he gave her a coupon to the to the reality of a day trader's level of 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 home but it was a trick for her daughter so I didn't want to blame the mom but uh, I like pointing out things that are connected and even though I'm not on social media and stuff like that is uh, just a trend How, you not on, I know because I hear stories I got on Facebook like in 2009 and once I start Doing sports analytics, I stopped acting like I was online. I used to be online. If you're not online, you start to do business if you're not online. So I used to act like I was online for business purposes. But now I'm doing podcasts and stuff and haven't really got around to marketing and advertising. I'm not even playing the role. <laughs> like, so uh, I'm not on social media at all. But uh, I don't think people know because this works. I'm going to give you this. I ain't going to point the fingers. Oh, oh, my husband left me. Me and my daughter is at the bus stop right now. And my mom said I can't stay with her. I don't know where to go. That inbox, bing, 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 bing. That inbox get filled. Oh, I'm thinking about killing myself. Bing, 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 bing. That inbox get filled. But here's the key. Half is worried about you. Half is trying to take advantage of you. Showing weakness in public and screaming out for help is also. Oh, I use the example again. Uh, I'm out in Colorado, man. Uh, I've been out in Colorado pretty much. Hey, this is my home. I escaped the ghettos a long time ago. I've been out in Colorado uh, uh, a long time, a long time. I love it out. I love it out here. And it's a it's a contradiction from uh, my urban upbringing. Uh, but this this lady. This lady had like a, a a rehab center. She had like a farm going on. So 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 I got invited over to look at the farm and stuff. It was all cool and stuff. I got really into it. I really I really uh, liked it a lot. And uh, she took me out to go look for a fox that's been eating her turkeys and chickens and maybe some pigs. So it's been a a, a fox raiding her farm. So I was like, man, that's kind of cool. The gun scared me a little bit. Like, hey, 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 I'm black. So, and I, and I made a true crime. Uh, I don't think nobody can hear us out here if you shoot me. I, I don't like the way you're more of a man than me and you're holding the gun and uh, I'm walking in front of you. Like, it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary. So I, I had a good poker face. I was getting a little worried. But uh, she pulled out a call. And it was like, oh, God. It was like, call. Like, what the fuck is that? It mimicked. Uh, like a a baby a baby giraffe with his leg in a trap. It it a cry, a crying pig that was in the figure four get stabbed. Getting uh, it mimicked a pig getting mugged in the alley, getting stabbed in the alley. So it mimicked uh 
a distress call of an animal. And that distress call, like, help, help, this pig is still in my wallet. He's stabbing me. That's the pig. That's what they say. I translate the pig talk. He was walking around the barn, and the other pig came and robbed him for his oink oink. So uh, it mimicked a distress call of a hurt animal. And that is what drives, that is what brings the fox. The, when the fox hear that, he comes to the sound. So I just want to point out, point out that as in things are connected and man, and I always say, man, be careful publicly asking for help because that bring out the good people and the bad people. And I see this dickhead coming a mile away. That empty room was a trap from the beginning. I tell you one thing, my black ass would have showed up in that nice, I see that nice ass condo. Say, hey man, I know you only want 500, but uh, I'll pay you 700. Oh, no, no, I don't think it's a good match. Oh, oh I'll think about it. I, I'll call you back. Uh, I don't know. Our schedule seemed to be about the same. And I was looking for somebody who worked regular hours so we could get. I'll pay you $300. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. You're on top of the list. I'll call you back. She come in with her hiding the ass young daughters. And she only got $300 without no deposit. I'll tell you what. There's been a lot of people looking. But uh, I'm going to work with you. Something tells me I like you. I'm going to, oh, who's that? That's your daughter? Oh, I barely noticed her. I thought you was alone. I barely saw she was with you. Oh, you have a daughter? Oh, that's, yeah. I'm glad I can have him. Oh, oh, there's not enough room in there. Your daughter can sleep in my bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She can sleep in my bed. What the heck? So, don't lose the message. The the the, the message is uh, uh, wolves are attracted to weakness. And I will say this. In the upset, in the upset, people don't know I'm a nerd ass little pussy boy. People don't know people don't know I'm a punk. People don't know I'm I'm the closest thing to to a sissy that like vagina. Like I'm just saying like like I'm I'm, I'm very I'm a girly man. You know what I mean, I don't like pain. I don't like confrontation. I don't have a personality in real life. People don't know that stuff. But I'll tell you one thing. You know what has been a blessing my whole life? This is an upset, especially out in Colorado. You know what has been uh, a blessing my whole life? The stereotypes of black males. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a bulletproof vest. It's like, it's like a bulletproof vest. It protects me. The perceptions, the bad perceptions of what people think about me, actually, I benefit from there. I just got to look tough. You know what I mean? I might put a, if I put on a hoodie, man, I'm good to go. People going to leave me alone. Even the bad guys think I'm bad. And so it's like, it's like, like I have took advantage of this, the bad stereotypes that's being placed upon my people. And, and I tell you one thing, it has led to me living a peaceful life, <laughs> living a peaceful life because mixed with the stereotypes on top of a black male that has braids or have long hair that dress hip-hop or listen to hip-hop it doesn't scream victim it screams watch your wallet bitch <laughs> and so 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 you're worried about me doing something to you thank god because that keeps you from doing something to me and it turns out to a peaceful life because people leave me the fuck alone but that goes to tell you like as in weakness brings on or perceived weakness bring the wolves out. Surprise, Stephen was instantly attracted to Rhonda, who was an aspiring model. 
Tell me about this. That was part of her modeling portfolio. I just love it because she just looks She was amazing. a pretty girl, too. All of those pictures. And she was a pretty girl that actually looks younger than what she, she is. Everything about her was impressive, and I just immediately fell in love with her. And what were you sensing from Rhonda? I felt she was into me, too. I could tell that she valued intelligence, and I've always thought that that's one of my strongest assets. I think she was attracted not so much to his looks, but to his, his uh, what he had, his condo, his money. His... Yeah, let me double that. Let me double that. I'm having a good, I, I told you, man. Me, Lee, like, at the, hey, I tell you one thing. I walk through deserts. So if somebody drop a half a ham sandwich out their back, I made 161 episodes. Only got three written comments, and two of them are shorter than two sentences. She wrote me a book, and it was heartfelt, and it was it was it was it was, it was thank you. So I'm used to walking through deserts. If you drop a, a half a ham sandwich, a bag of Doritos, and a gallon of water, man, I'm gonna make it out this desert. That's all I need. That's all I need. That's all I, I, I'm gonna take a bite a day. I'm gonna take a bite a day. I'm gonna walk up out this desert. Into the following youth. Strippers and cocaine. What's your dumb? What's make your point? Okay, I was talking about. I was talking about. Oh, oh. Uh, I remember when I was covering the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp uh, uh, case, and I made this point during that. And uh, everything is not serious with me, but everything has a has a has a line of the truth. Which what's the line of the truth? Like when I when I joke about strippers and cocaine, you know what I mean? Uh, the cocaine, here's the secret. The cocaine is just for the strippers. The strippers are for me. So it's always have a line and the truth in it. You digress. So I remember the Amber Heard uh, case I was covering, it, and it really hit me. And I really thought Amber Heard was like the poster child for gold-digging bitches. I want to say gold-digging bitches, that's kind of rough. I'm going somewhere with this. Because that's an unknown group. That group need a spokesperson. That 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 group needs somebody to say, I thought she could do so good. If she wasn't trying to be a battered wo woman, I don't think women want her representing her. Amber Heard represent the gold digging bitch. And if she embraced that, she could do a lot of good. What's your point? There's need to be a poster child of gold digging bitches to look at these pretty females and say, hey, man. You know what comes with the money. You know what comes with that. Old ass balls. We get beat up. We get locked in the house. We get we get locked in the houses. We get blamed. We get blamed for shit. Did I mention old ass balls? You have to you have to suck wrinkle ass balls for the rest of your life. You have to listen to not your generation. You have to assimilate to somebody else. Most likely, you're getting your ass kicked. Uh, somebody needs to tell these gold digging bitches. The the dark side of gold digging bitches. It's, it's not just all money, thirty five thousand dollar rings, nice condo. It's it slap you in the face, force threesomes, or I'll be right back. And I smell like I just got through with some cocaine and some strippers. It's it's sucking stripper juice off a man's penis that's wrinkled and old, and sharing him, sharing his old balls with the rest of the world. There's there's repercussions for bad moral decisions. That's really the thing somebody needs to step up and tell these gold digger bitches it ain't all good. They have a story to tell. 
Do you know how humble you got to be for her to be 25 looking like a supermodel to put her nose in the 65-year-old fat-ass man's ass? Do you know? All that shit ain't free. Yeah, it seems nice, but that comes with a lot of bullshit. So many girls are being stolen for having the wrong morals, and they do it. They do it on purpose, but I don't think they know the fine print of them relationships. And I got news for you. We don't know. We look at these, oh, man, she's only with him because he got money. It's all fighting Danny, but he's beating the shit out of her. He gave her gonorrhea. And she smiled and went to pick up the prescription. She sat alone for her birthday. Yeah, nice car. Nice, nice house. She didn't come out the house last week because she got a fucking black eye. So I just want to point that out. That as a, It's understated. Them girls earn that shit. They give up who they, they give up natural love for that shit. So, so we need to put some respect on these gold digging bitches name. Because I tell you one thing. You don't want to be her. It might, you do not want to be her. And that could be unsaid. So it's a price to pay for uh, uh, being morally corrupt and searching people out for the wrong reasons. Most people, most of them guys are assholes. You know, his status. Soon, Rhonda joined her mother, Julia, in the condo. Not as a roommate, but as Stephen's girlfriend. Rhonda's younger sister, Tessa, was just nine years old at the time. When I first met Steve, he was really fun because I was a little girl. He's, he was playful, you know. Three uh, Tap Dad Special. This is sponsored by Meek Lee. Thank you. Years into their relationship, Rhonda and Nichols, living together but not married, became parents. Does Daddy help you a little? Ah, me got this for you. Did you see her face? She's all... Oh, no. <laughs> when our daughter was born, it meant everything to her. I hate to bring it back to the mama, man. I hate to bring it back to the mama because she seemed like a good lady, too. And she's just trying to make a, a best place for her kids and uh, grow up in a, a race them in a nice atmosphere while joining a nice atmosphere. But when a, a, a bald, a receding hairline, grown motherfucker... takes a liking to your daughter and you moved in his house as another adult just to find a, a nice place to stay and he started dating your daughter it's time to move mama you messed up mama you you, you messed up mama and uh i'm gonna put the pressure on you to see the signs you saw it in his eyes he don't have a good you saw it in his eyes the day he signed the lease you saw it in his eyes you knew mama you saw you saw his lust for your daughter in his eyes early. You didn't think it would get as carried away as it. And you also let it get carried away for now your daughter is living with him as his girl. Sleepless nights, mama. We all got across the bear. She became the focus and the center of her life. I loved having a niece. I was always over there. And I'm all over the place. Man, I'm going to break this down. I'm going to do two episodes or some shit. Uh, that's why, bringing up, speaking of Elon Musk, that's why I always challenge people. I put this out of the universe for them. 
for people who look past Elon Musk's flaws, may your daughter bring home, may your 24-year-old daughter bring home a 57-year-old man that has 10 kids, two girls pregnant at the same time, and his dad is sleeping with his daughter. And all his baby mamas is half his age. And that's the perfect example to tell you how our morals get sold. Everybody patting Elon Musk on the back, looking past his algorithm. May your daughter be blessed with an Elon Musk without no money. Elon Musk is fits the stereotype of a, not a black people, not black people, a nigga. He's of a, of a no good nigga. Elon Musk fits the stereotype of a no good nigga more than I do. But they look past it because of his money. And may that boomerang come back and a 57-year-old man show up on your door and get your 24-year-old daughter pregnant. And he has nine other kids and two girls pregnant at the same time. And his dad has two kids by his daughter. Do you see that shit show? Do you see you won't know parts of that? Then how come you can't see it when the name is Elon Musk? So I'm not going to bless you with the money. I'm going to bless you with what you think is okay based upon the money. Minus the money. She loves playing with jewelry just like Rhonda did. She's just like her mom. She loves jewelry. Rhonda loved being a mom, but hoped to restart her modeling career. She had gained quite a bit of weight from having our daughter. She was the heaviest she had ever been, and she felt really disgusting. So Steven says the couple came up with an adventurous plan to lose weight. We made it a pact that we would hike 20 or 25 of the top trails in Oregon. We'll just start crossing them off the list. But Jessica says Rhonda told her about only one planned hike. She was so happy that he was finally planning something. In all the years they had been together, he had never put any effort into planning anything for her. Including those plans to get married. The proposal never happened. Things were tough after the baby was born. He wasn't around as much. I think she held on for longer for the sake of the baby. Can I open it for you? Jessica says Rhonda had grown unhappy and that the relationship had taken a dangerous turn. She told me that he had, in the recent months, been physically abusive to her. But Nichols claims just the opposite was true. We wouldn't argue at all. We were spending a lot of time together. So I would think that would be the closest we ever were. So when Stephen is telling us that they were planning their future together and everything was great and it was a lovey-dovey relationship. Is he lying to me? He's absolutely lying to you. I've, I've witnessed their fights. I've, I was on the phone a couple of times when they were in a physical fight, actually. And Julia claims Rhonda made a chilling statement to her just before the hike. She said, he's either going to give me a ring or he's going to throw me off the cliff. On March 16, 2009, Rhonda and Stephen would set out on that fitness hike. And Rhonda would not live to see the end of the day.
Okay, since they had a break in the information, man, I've been talking my ass off. But I do this for fun, man. I do this for fun. Uh, shout out to Meek Lee. You're the reason for the sandwich got dropped off in the desert. I'm going to make it out this desert, man. It's a, it's a lonely it's a lonely uh, journey. Uh, I appreciate it. So uh, I'm going to come right back. I'm going to do another episode. Do another episode. I do this for fun, man. Uh, thanks for supporting Marlon Podcast Network. Two new episodes every day. Please check out my merch store. Link in the information box. My merch, my wardrobe. Yep, I'm selling the shirts off my back, the shoes off my feet, the pants off my ass. Own a piece of my per- personal life. I love those who love me. We'll be right back with the disgusting algorithm of a piece of shit of a man who's playing the game real good, but not enough for the universal laws. He's going to hell, y'all. Catchphrase. Hello. Hello. To demonstrate what I'll struggle, no peace, and surely no state of mind. And what kind of nation will become? Daughters and sons of what is, we have come. We continue. Because it's not at all tragic Voodoo Running for my magic I came across the sand On my faith alone Eating cooked meat While you gnawed the bone Sitting by the fire While you froze in cave A bunch of silly thieves With the nerve to say you're brave I think it- Like Holmes himself That address Was imaginary The street number never existed But when Sir Arthur Conan Doyle Died in 1930 The number 41 Upper Baker Street Officially became 221B Baker Street, in honor of his greatest creation. Hmm. Playing the game, indeed. To whom you either fly, fly, or you fry, fry. Every try, try, you always lie, lie. Every female, every guy, guy. Don't try to escape and get high, high. Now I lay me down to sleep. What I did do not happen to me. It might seem like I'm rapping the beat. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If 
if I die before I wake My apologies for heaven's sake My inner space is out of space Too bad it went down this way Run DMC then walk this way Stare with the heaven on the hip hop beat Staring at heaven even if I sleep Wake up from death seven days a week Consciousness is continuously All I know is eternity To be or not to be The beat is feeling kind of deep to me Is it you? It speak to me Voices in my head play a symphony Bach mixed with Tupac, Beethoven I stay smoking I'm really trying quick but I stay smoking I really want to hit but I stay hoping The day seems the same open I really want to change, I hope you notice Forgive me for my sins when I lose focus Forgive you, I hope you're joking Karma came back and stuck his nose in What you chose it's the chosen. Get 